God has the syllabus. God God knows what he's doing. And so like our our action and our whatever we choose, God's going to do what he wants. It's not like I'm going to give up Netflix so I can spend more time in prayer. He's like, actually, I just want you to love your family better. And so I'm happy that you want to choose that so that you can do that. But I actually have something completely different in mind. Congratulations. You know, that's that's how that's how I view Latin penances. Welcome to The Crunch, the only Catholic podcast that will be advertised at the Super Bowl. It's your boy, Ethan. And I'm Patrick. Is that real? Did we get the Yeah, we got, did the, we get the, we got the sponsorship? Spo- yeah, we, we bumped Hallow. We, I called, yeah, we got him. I called Mr. Bowl, and I said, hey... <laughs> What if we, what if we what if we had a a, pod, a Catholic podcast that wasn't funded by right wing dark money, and we wanted yeah. to do a, and we wanted to do a little ad on your little program? What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? And Mr. Bull said, looked at me and he said, he tears in his eyes. He said, I would love nothing more than that. So isn't it isn't it crazy that isn't it crazy that Mr. Beast? Yeah. Had to create his own company to have mm-hmm. sponsors on his show because mm-hmm. no one could afford it. What do you mean he had to create his own show? What, it, what it, are sorry, you he had to create about? his own product. He had to create his own products to advertise oh. on his because no one could, no sponsors could afford could him. afford the amount of eyeballs that he was getting on his videos. Yeah. Every yeah. one of his videos is gets Mr. more views Bean, than the Super Bowl. Yeah. Is Mr. Bean bigger than the Super Bowl? Yes, undoubtedly. That's insane. Yeah. I, I don't think it's a, it's a competition. I mean, Tom Brady went on a Mr. Beast video and kissed his son live on the Mr. Beast yeah. channel, which is yeah. not something that Tom Brady never kissed his kid when he was on the 50-yard line, you know, fighting fighting against the old, you know, the NFC West champions. <laughs> Whoever those were. The, Whoever the, those the, rascals the, were that year. The, steam, the Steamlers. I don't know. The Stanley Steamers were a very formidable force in football up until <laughs> Ben Rothschild died in a car accident. <laughs> There's a priest in the Diocese of Pittsburgh yeah. who brings up that he got mistaken for Ben Roethlisberger once while jogging yeah. around the point all the time. All the time. He brings it up it's all the time. Yeah. If you're from Pittsburgh, you know exactly which priest I'm talking about. He brings yeah. it up all the time. That reminds but me of the time. You? That reminds me of the time I was walking through the streets of Paris, and this rat jumped up on my head and started yanking at my hair, <laughs> trying to get me to cook a, a tortellini. It was wild. It was wild. Crazy I did, stuff. Did, I killed him, and a, a restaurant nearby closed almost instantly. So I don't almost know what instantly. that was. Almost what instantly. that was about. Emma does yeah. look kind of like the uh, the chick from Ratatouille. She, d- honestly, there's your there's your Halloween costume. I didn't think throw, you- throw Peter in a rack. Costume, put him on your head. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He has at, at the age where he's yanking on my hair, my ears when I put him up there. Yeah. So you're basically living Ratatouille. Gosh, Emma. If Emma had a, could you imagine if Ninja Ninja had a low taper fade? But could could you imagine if my wife had a French accent? Is the is the new? <laughs> It'd be over. Yeah, it'd be, it over. Would be over. There she can be, just yeah, get one. I'm sure she she could pull it off. Could you just could you just honey, stop listening to the show. You just go to go buy go get one real quick. <laughs> go to France real quick. But the big game's coming up. Who are you watching? It's today. So this podcast coming out Super Bowl Sunday. But bum bum. We're very oh, excited. No. Who yeah. do you got? Who's let's We're, let's give the people what they want. 
right? We're rooting for the we're rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs because Why? we have because the San Francisco Giants beat the Lions. That's oh, I see. That's the rules. The San yeah, Francisco we, we Giants, don't... notable baseball team competing in the in nope. the football Super Bowl. The San Francisco Giants. Yes. <laughs> Who is it? San Francisco 49ers. They're just, they're just numbers. Numbers, guys. It's just a bunch of accountants yeah. out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Costco. Look, it's not, it's, it's, not, it's hard to keep these guys straight. All right, I don't play this game. I don't yeah. watch this. So you've got the you've got the Kansas City Chiefs taking another one home. Three Super Bowls in five years. That's your mm-hmm. that's your plan. Mm-hmm. Is for yep, the Chiefs that's my to hope. That. Okay. Yeah. Um, I all I want, all I want, is for actually the thing that I want I can't say online. Because I think sorry. Yeah, because the most dangerous collective intelligence force in the United States would come after me. Oh, okay. What do you want so badly? I I want I want something to happen to Taylor. Oh my gosh. Ethan. I don't like not bad. Not bad. I don't want her to die. Okay. But I think mm. it'd be funny if like cuz her image is so pristine. She's not mm. like us. She thinks she's she thinks I I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. You know, that's what I'm going to do to Taylor Swift. I want her to <laughs> spill a buffalo wing on her shirt. You know, like I want yeah. her to, I want her to get, I want her to eat just a bit too much of, too much dip at once and then get caught trying with like bean dip on her face. I want, yeah. I want her to reach in to like get extra ranch on her fingers when she's dipping a wing, you know, and I want to sit the rest <laughs> of us, the rest of us have a horrible and messy Super Bowl experience. Where we're always grasping for these cocktail napkins that never seem to do the job. I want her to suffer <laughs> like me. I want her to suffer like the everyman. Yeah. Like the Travis Kelsey's of the world. Yeah. And then True I and then, Travis and then when she zip lines down to midfield to take over from <laughs> Usher, I want her zip line to fail at a non lethal height. So that she <laughs> <laughs> So that she kind of falls and has to take a second to collect herself before yeah, she yeah, goes yeah. on with the event. I don't want her hurt at all. I just want no. her to be like the rest of us. That's all. I, I want I want her to stumble. I want Is that her to too fall. much to ask? I think it might be. Her image is pristine. It is pristine. I think yeah. I think she's like a glass house. She is she is the arch millennial. She is the <laughs> She's the final <laughs> boss at the end of She is mo- the final boss of Millennial Den Ring. <laughs> she's the millenelden ring she's the she, millenelden she's ring the she's boss. the boss you fight after you think you won after you defeated katie prejean mccrady Whoa. that's you you think you've won the game that's crazy after you dodge her 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 bluey attacks yeah that are, that are getting you you know but then you oh. defeat her and then it's like then all of a sudden it's you know taylor yeah coming down katie the- katie is one of those th- three stage bosses where it's like you have to get through her posting about her airplane experiences and then yeah, you yeah. got to get through and then you beat her and you're like, Oh, phew. and then she like resurrects. So she's made a Legos this time. And then you got to take her down <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then she, and then she comes back a third time and it's the bluey wave and you got to take down the bluey wave. You got to get her. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, it's great, but it's the best, but everyone talks about it, right? They're like, that's the best boss fight of all time. Like it was so fun. Fight, yeah. I bet she writes really good books in her free time and is also yeah. on killer on the radio. On the Catholic Channel, truly, yeah. truly a pioneer for women in radio. Yeah, Katie but then, but yeah, but I don't know if there's. You got to go. Taylor is the boss that you get to, and you're like, I didn't level up enough in the rest of the game before I came. Yeah, back. like I got to yeah. go back. 
and I got to get the... I got to go back and take out a couple of Zach Mabry's. <laughs> I, what other I gotta go. I gotta go down, down and take down. I gotta take down a few like social media marketers before I yeah. can. Before I can fight Taylor. A lot know? of our friends just coming under fire in this episode. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Your choice, by the way, not mine. I want everyone to know that I didn't. I didn't pick this. Um, do we know any other millennials? Are those the only? Most three? of our friends are millennials. Yeah. No. No. Nobody's younger than us. Luke and Gomer are like the companions you get at the beginning of the game, but they're quickly killed. They just are. They just are taken <laughs> they're, they're, out. They're 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 Donald Duck and Goofy. Way yeah. at the beginning of Kingdom Hearts. Which one's which? Uh, I no. I think I think that I think the mini bosses for for uh, for millennials are either social media strategists or yeah. people who write screenplays on their MacBook at Starbucks. Those are the millennial like grunts, you know. Those are the little guys you got to fight in the yeah. in the dungeon. I would also like to submit the like guy who works at a nice restaurant but like has long hair and a mustache, you know, and is like cool, you know what I mean? It's tied in a bun, yeah. Yeah, tied in a bun. He's like this mm. is really this is what you want to order, you know. How long have you worked yeah. here? I've worked here for nine years. The staff is like family. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's, guy. That's a, he's he's kind of like the ringleader of the of the social media managers. He's got a lot of power, you know. He's got a lot of power, yeah. But once you learn his tricks, he's not dangerous. Guy anymore. who opened a microbrewery. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Guy who goes to microbreweries. <laughs> <laughs> Look, microbreweries are fun. No. Right? We've, no. Just because someone 10 years older than us thought it was cool 10 years ago doesn't mean it's cool. <laughs> I just like microbreweries because I like supporting small businesses. I right. like supporting macrobreweries because, I th because <laughs> you know, you make one mistake in a marketing campaign and everybody says that you're no good anymore. And I don't think that's true, you know? Mm -hmm. Look, I saw, I saw a guy with a Confederate flag tattoo and uh, a trump sign that had some f words in it uh -huh. uh, today he was smoking a marlboro red and drinking a bud light so they're doing fine they're they they yeah, they're still they still drink their bud light they're doing okay they're all good yeah i was I doing think... client drop-offs with my magazine today and i i like to drop off little candy with my magazine so that people associate me with good little things. candy yeah yeah sweet treats and yeah, and it goes over great in like the offices, but in mm. like the trades, they're like, "Why are you giving me candy bars? Like I'm a child." Yeah. But then they go eat them anyway because they're human beings. Yes. <laughs> they you have a grizzled bring, if exterior. You're, if you're dropping something off at the trades, you need to bring like some type of energy drink. Mm. That's what they. That's what they like. Goodness. I should bring. I should bring a six pack of Bud next time I go to this guy's this size office. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. Hey, you, you have so? heavy machinery? Here's alcohol. Have you considered operating this heavy machinery whilst while under the influence of alcohol? As long as I mean as long as the crane doesn't drive, technically you it doesn't matter what your PAC it's fine. is. Look, yeah. I if if someone isn't intoxicated, yeah. I don't want them working on my house. Yeah. You know? Well, there's something inauthentic. Depends on the it's job. Like going, it's like going to a restaurant in New York yeah. City that has an A rating from the health department. It's like, mm. are you even from what? here? 
Right. Is the food even good? I need a C or below in order to even consider you to be authentic cuisine. I want there I... to be a cat walking on the General So's chicken before I even consider ordering. <laughs> oh, gosh. I want there to be a cat in the General So's chicken. <laughs> I want the I cat consider. to be the General So's chicken. <laughs> um, I, I think that there's a... Um, there's a there's a scale of like machines that it's okay to use while intoxicated. The smaller sure. the smaller the machine, yeah. the more dangerous it is. So for example, gun. <laughs> right? Don't... I was gonna go to like RC car up to like those battery well, ones you have as a kid. But so, yeah, so like yeah, car. sure. Gun, uh blender, right? <laughs> don't use those okay Not you get you alcohol. but you you get a little bit bigger and then you get into like those tiny little like those those caterpillar bulldozers right i think those could do a lot of damage if you don't know where you're going right but as you get yeah, up, like if definitely. you're if you're driving like the thing that rolls the spaceships out to the launch pad i don't think it's you're that fine. big of a deal if you you're have fine. if you have eight or more beers, because <laughs> it's because if you go off course, you have like six hours to get it back. You can sober up and then record correct, <laughs> you know. Can so, you imagine they're like, ah, looks like the crawler <laughs> is going a little off to the left there. The, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's don't worry. Got the challenger. That's actually what. That's actually how it got. They, when Bill wakes up, got, that and his liver. That was a bad when his joke. liver gets fixed, he'll put it back where it needs to go. Hey, I can't. I'm, I can't joke about the challenger because I'm not from Florida. I didn't see it happen live. You that, know, I saw the Columbia happen. I didn't see the challenger happen. <laughs> the challenger was when, in the shows, that was in 1980. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I'm not a millennial. Ooh, so. Yeah, I get my my middle school's mascot was the Challengers. Um, yeah, like named it after was, the the people. Yeah, that it was Ronald. It was Ronald McNair Middle School. Whoa. It was named after the guy who was on the Challenger when it blew up, which is kind of a weird thing to do to name your mascot after the thing that killed the guy, you know? Yeah, right. That would be like that would be American like American Airlines Middle School. No, no, no. I was going to say like John F Kennedy Middle School our mascot oh, that, is the open convertibles. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, or the the or the fighting Lee Harvey Oswalds. You know, yeah, like this, we're the grass. Just like a very strange thing for to do <laughs> kind of with a, a tragedy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't know how I feel about. You went that straight all. to nine eleven. I was going to well, do something a little more. You know. Yeah, no, that's that's probably appropriate. I was just thinking. It's like no, it's, a, it's not, no, 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 no. Martin Luther tragedies. King Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. Elementary School. Our mascot is the fighting FBI agents. All right, there we go. right. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I was my elementary school when I was growing up was called Arbor Creek. And our oh. mascot, we got to vote on our mascot because it was like a new school, right? Sure. So like, so the first I was, I, if you're, if you go to Arbor Creek Elementary School and you're listening to this, you're welcome. Except for that, <laughs> I go to the elementary school now, <laughs> except for that. I think I'm pretty sure I voted for like, like there was, a, there was like polar bear was not like there were cool animals and yeah, there was like cat, literally. dog, bear. And then Otter was on there. And I think it was a scam because I talked to all of the kids. I was like, did you vote? It was like 2020. Like, did you vote for Otter? Did you vote for Otter? No, none of us voted for Otter. And he, he won. <laughs> weird. Uh, weird. <laughs> it was really that strange. And then, yeah. And then they just decided that, you know, and that now there's now every time you walk into the building, there's a huge Otter just kind of looking at you. It's like a pretty big decision, you know? Yeah. 
It was taken out That's of the whole hands. school. Yeah, it's it's troubling, but you know we've moved on. Certainly, in some ways. Certainly. Yeah. <laughs> what? So uh, this is a podcast but, about the Catholic faith. It it is. <laughs> you can't tell. <laughs> oh boy. We so um among I know we're we're entering Super Bowl tide. We're entering yeah. big game tide. But we can leave big game it, tide for a moment. Yeah, we could leave, and we're we're going into Lent, right? Yeah, yeah. And so Ethan, Ethan said, easy topic this week. We just got to talk about Lent. Yeah. Um, I have given Lent probably zero thought. Um, so by the time you're hearing this, I've probably come up with something. Yeah. But as of now, I don't know. Do you, are how are what? Are, what are you doing to prepare for that? We need to bring back Septuagisma Sunday so this doesn't happen to me every single year. Yeah. That's what needs to happen. All I'm thinking about is you pay me back that money I lent you. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm trying to, <laughs> nice. I'm trying to get repaid. There you go. Uh, neither a borrower nor a lenter be. Hmm. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Da- lent. Dave Ramsey's least favorite liturgical <laughs> season. Um. <laughs> hey. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Crunch. Sorry to interrupt what I'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation, but I wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors. We will be back right after this. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. I am... What am I thinking about? I... I, too, I'm like you, where I have not thought about it much, but I think I have some some initial ideas. It's weird when you're... Like, last year, we had a baby. And, like, a little oh, baby. Yeah. And, and we weren't sleeping, and we were kind a of in turmoil. One. And it just wasn't going well. And so, like, my Lenten penance was, you know, helping my wife take care of the child. Yeah. Yeah. And because he was born in, he was like three months old and he was just a really rough kid. So, um, so it feels like the last couple of years I haven't really participated in Lent all that much. Um, but what I'm thinking for this year, man. It'd be interesting to go back and see what I've said every year leading up to Lent, like what I what I want and what my hopes are, because I think yeah. I've I've learned that Lent is not an opportunity for me to do as much as I possibly can, you know, like Lent is not is not my chance to prove like yeah how good of a Christian I can be or like how many practices I can take on. It's um, not like time for me to LARP as a monk for six weeks, right? And fail. Right. I think, (laughs) I think the way that I see it is focusing on like one or two key things. So I read this passage from introduction to the devout life the other day that I think is relevant here. Can I read it to you? Please do. Yeah. So I think everybody should read, if you read introduction to the devout life, skip the whole first section and just go to the second, second section on virtue. So it's just way better and way more practical than like learning the intricacies of how to meditate you know, like it's, 
anyway, just a, just a little hot take from me. <laughs> Here's what he says. There are certain virtues which touch us very sensibly and are very material, so to say, mm. and therefore ordinary people give them preference. Thus, the common run of men ordinarily value temporal almsgiving more than spiritual and think more of fasting, exterior discipline, and bodily mortification than of meekness, cheerfulness, modesty, and other interior mortifications, which are nevertheless far better. Do you then, my daughter, choose the best virtues, not those which are most highly esteemed, the most excellent, not the most visible, the truest, not the most conspicuous? I like that. I do think, though, there are many people who are... I think he's speaking to a kind of person who is very into their faith already and they've kind of embraced the identity of Catholic. And so they are, I'm not just going to give up chocolate for Lent. I'm going to do more, you know, Mm -hmm. although I do think there is a, is a, is an attitude that I've heard from people when it comes to Lent where it's an attitude that is along the lines of, Oh, I don't need to give things up. I'm Mm -hmm. just, I don't need to do these exterior things. I just need to do the internal things. And in so doing, they avoid the internal things, right? Yes. It's kind of the, I don't need religion to be a good person, but applied to Lent. Right. You know, like I'm just going to try and be more yeah. patient. Right. I don't think that's what he's advocating for. And I don't think that's what I'm advocating for. I think what I'm saying is like, if you no, I, I think it's the bell curve. I think it's the IQ yeah, yeah, bell yeah. curve. You're right. <laughs> On one side, it's the, I don't need exterior practices. I can uh-huh. just be kind. I can just grow in virtue. And then the the midwit is like, no, I got to do Exodus 90 and I got to only eat bread and water. And then I will finally mortify my flesh. And then the galaxy brain is like, I do not need external penances. All I need is to grow in virtue. You know? <laughs> right. I think what a lot of people would benefit from is if like, I think you should fast, you know, but like if, if it's a decision between you fasting and you exhibiting the virtue of cheerfulness, I would rather you choose to exhibit the virtue of cheerfulness. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Like, I think some people, I've just been around a lot of people who just like Lent just makes them miserable, including, but not limited to me. Like I just have, like I would just be miserable. And so I think you have to, yes, it's supposed to be challenging. No, it's not supposed to be easy, et cetera, et cetera. But if you're like setting yourself up for like, you can actually work with God to do things that aren't going to like make you miserable per se, you know, like that's not that Lent is not just a time where it's like, okay, I'm not going to have, I'm not ever going to be happy for 40 days now. You know, I'm like going to deprive myself from everything, every comfort and every potential thing that might make me relaxed or happy. That's not the purpose of it, I don't think. And and so I think that's kind of what he's getting at is it's it is easier and better, especially for men to be like, I'm just going to fast and I'm going to work out. I'm going to pray every day. And but like but do any of the guys that do Exodus 90 end up being like more cheerful more humble. I'm sure some do. I'm sure. Like, I'm sure a lot do. And I'm sure it's correlative to who you're doing it with. Right. Yeah. yeah. But I, and the other thing is, is that I don't know if 
the purpose of Lent is to just like get good at a virtue either. Cause that feels mm. pretty like, I don't know, Pelagian to me. Yeah. It feels, it feels very, it feels utilitarian. Utilitarian maybe is a better it word. It sounds, yeah, it sounds, oh yes, this, the purpose of Lent is for me to get something or check. Yeah, you know, I'm going like, to, well, yeah, I, or I'm going to be better at fasting or I'm going to be more cheerful when fasting or I'm going to, like I, it's just all messed up to me. So part of me is just like choose a thing that you know that you are capable of doing, and can enter into with like a steadfast resoluteness, whilst maintaining your like, your good nature. You know, is that like yeah. a crazy thing to say? I don't know. Yeah. Well, when when I, I I used to and I my my Lent has been the same for, I think the last four years now, maybe five. But it's just I just fast on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I was like, oh yeah, you don't have to give something up every day. Just I just fast on Fridays, so like not eating on Fridays, and it was it's always been a challenge for me to not get mad at my wife. <laughs> That's hard. Well, it was it was easy when we were not married, and I was fasting on Fridays, so I didn't see anybody. But then it was it was difficult and challenging to not get grumpy, and like that it wasn't the fasting; it was the I'm not going to be short. Like Phoebe would have long, we would have long conversations and she would tell me all about her day and I would mm. be sitting there with dinner ready to go. And I'd be like, let's eat now, please. And I would please. just start to get really impatient. Yeah. Um, but it was like, that was a time for me to grow in patience. And it was like, it was that experience was good in and of itself of it. I, I grew in self-knowledge. There, there were results that came out of it, but it wasn't the result that I thought was going to come out of it. It was the mm-hmm. result that God wanted to come out of it. And that result has not remained consistent because I've changed and God needs to give me new things. I I forget if we were talking about this, but it was a priest friend of mine at a retreat that I did uh, last weekend for the Edge Kids mm-hmm. at at our, uh, at our Gotta church. Gotta get a different name. I know. I know. It's, it's unfortunate, but hey, whatever. Who could, um, have it, it? who could have predicted it? Not me. You know? Yeah. I, it, it, if it wasn't a meme, that never would have entered my brain. Right. You know, it, yeah. it's like no one, no one, no one, unless no one except for the most depraved person, that would be their first thought. But now that yeah. it's a meme and I'm on the internet, it's, it's ruined. Anyway, if you don't know what we're talking about, God bless you. But yeah, we're, uh, we're, 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 I was giving this talk and we were talking about prayer and my priest was like, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not all about disposition, but it's mostly about disposition for about 90% of the time until you become super holy and then it's not about disposition anymore but until you're like super holy it's your growth is mostly about disposition meaning like being open to receiving what god is doing in your life and your prayer it's Mm -hmm. he is i think i trick myself into thinking that i have the syllabus yeah i am creating the course you're the one with the god doesn't have a master's degree from franciscan and you do and that's why he's god (laughs) Wait a minute. <laughs> Having a master's degree immediately disqualifies you from divinity. From from being God. So does from being divine. Being born. Amen. Of, um, of a yeah, woman, no, it's... not Mary. <laughs> yeah, God. What do you? You don't have a master's degree. The, that's funny. That Thanks, funny. man. Uh, but but no. Um, it's God has the syllabus. God God knows what He's doing, and so like our our action and our whatever we choose, God's going to do what he wants. It's not like I'm going to give up Netflix so I can spend more time in prayer. He's like, actually, I just want you to love your family better. And so I'm happy that you want to choose 
that so that you can do that. But I actually have something completely different in mind. Congratulations. You know, that's, that's how, that's how yeah. I view Lenten penances. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think we have, we're wrapped up in our own idea of what we think can be better about ourselves. Like we have this, this idealized version of Ethan or an idealized version of Patrick. And it's like, I know oh, I man. do looking at it's it right, right in now. front of me, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I, especially with certain sins that, that are common or habitual, people are like, well, if I just fixed these things about myself, then I would, then I could really start to be the Christian that God wants me to yeah. be. Yeah. Not realizing yeah. that like, God can actually work in you right now as you are. Like Lent is not a chance for you to clean up your act so that God can start making you holy. Mm. You know, like that's, this is not, you don't start on Lent and be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to force myself to remove all the sin, you know, I'm going to get it <laughs> out of here. And so I'm going to, and I'm going to like white knuckle myself th- as long as I can. And then like about 10 days in, I'm going to give up. <laughs> I think it's, it's like a really whack way to, to approach it. Yeah. So I think, one challenge that I would have for the listeners at home is to make a Lenten penance or to choose your Lenten penance, not based on a sin that you commit that you don't like, particularly don't like about yourself, you know, like just choose one that's completely unrelated to any of your habitual sins. So like, <laughs> let's say, for example, you're a guy that struggles with pornography, right? And you, and you, and social media can be a source of some temptation. So it's like, okay, I'm going to give up social media and like watching videos. Okay. How about instead of doing that, you, uh, let's see here. Let me think. How about instead of doing that, what's a good penance? That's just not related to that at all. Volunteering at a soup kitchen. Volunteering at a soup kitchen. (laughs) Yeah. How about that? How about you? How about you? You, how about you? How about you don't how about you choose to not wear a belt so that you have to constantly be pulling your pants up and you look disheveled? <laughs> I would look super disheveled if I did not wear a belt. But so, yes, I think most of my good. pants fit because I have a sway back. And so my butt holds my pants up. Nice. Yeah, I have noticed that about your butt. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. I've Are only you? seen I've only been I've you're, I see you from the waist up most of the time. Yeah, so, I very rarely see your cheeks. The other cheeks. <sighs> okay, that's a lot your of your caboose. A lot. Ah, <laughs> my what? Your caboose. My cahoot. Your cahoot. Is that how the cahoot things? I never did. Yeah, that's how the cahoot sound. In. The cahoot. Cahoot came out when we were in college. Did you do cahoot in college? I did engineers when they have a when they have I their took, finger painting due at eleven fifty nine. i took a i took a marketing <laughs> class my my intro to marketing class senior year to get a credit no so. that you're right that is totally a marketing major thing yeah. that's a that's a business and marketing thing they have like a ridiculous gimmick like a kahoot quiz it was class. me and a bunch of freshmen it was a, a truly a wonderful time i would finish if the you, tests in like 10 minutes and i would leave and i never went to class it was great amazing. It's yeah, amazing. It really great. Yeah, I we've know. all had to do that. Like, I'm in a class as a senior with a bunch of freshmen thing, putting off the class until senior year. Yeah. Um, it's a great time. I, there's just, you can just get really creative, and there's lots of things that you can choose to do that aren't specifically tied. It's like another one that I'm thinking of is like, when you're in conversation with people, don't talk about yourself until someone asks. Just ask questions and listen 
and engage with the thing that the other person is saying before you bring up your own thing. You know, that has that nothing to do difficult. with, that has nothing to do with pornography, but it's definitely like a mortification, especially if like, you've never, th- like if that's never even crossed your mind, it's like, Oh good. That might be a helpful thing. Who knows? Yeah. You not know? like for Lent, I've given up talking about myself unless someone asks me a direct question. That's wild. Yeah. Or maybe like if you if maybe you don't struggle with any type of lust or sins of the flesh, you mm. know, maybe walk around with a pebble in your shoe, you know, that's a classic. That's a good one. Right. Because that's like a good you, you maybe don't struggle with those things. so You don't think about it. So just try to try to break outside the box a little bit mm. and stop trying to yeah. fix yourself. And maybe maybe God will do something cool in you now. Have you have you seen the Life Teen list of weird penances? I have not, but I probably wrote it. Oh, it's it's a it's a solid it's a solid list. Uh, it's 102 things you should really give up for Lent. Oh, it wow. is it's uh it's like it's years old. I forget how long ago they wrote this, but it, it's 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 extremely long. But it it has some it has some funny ones like. Um, uh giving up the last bite of the sandwich like the middle oh, the yeah. middle bite of the sandwich um give like throwing up, it away and making pope francis cry i know right mm. uh sarcasm that's a classic one um just giving up road rage uh wearing clothes that fit <laughs> That's a good, so like wearing clothes that fit jokes on jokes on them. I don't wear clothes that fit <laughs> <laughs> texting and driving. And that, okay. I don't feel like that's a Lenten penance. I think that's just like a basic rule of the road <laughs> rules of the road. I don't think you can't rule. Not speeding is not a Lenten penance. Let's just clear this up right now. <laughs> not hitting the vape as a 14 year old is not a Lenten penance. It's just not like basic, ri- not, not blowing mad clouds. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna floss, and I'm gonna I'm gonna drink water for Lent. Okay, it is goodness. It is dangerous. It is dangerous when Lent is too close to January because people, I guess when it's when it's mm-hmm. this close to the New Year because people are like, oh, it's like a New Year. People do New Year's resolutions, but during Lent. Yeah, you know. Hmm. That's all I have to say about Lent, really. I. Yeah, I think I think it, it's a it's going to be a cool opportunity. The um, the, the uh, it's just it's basic. I mean, does it even say where does it say prayer, fasting, and almsgiving? Where is that? Is it in the uh, catechism? So I, I I believe so. It's because it's directly related to the threefold concupiscence that John talks about: lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, and pride of life. Prayer is an antidote to the pride of life so it's putting your trust in someone else fasting is an antidote against the lust of the flesh the desires of the body and then uh, almsgiving is an antidote against the lust of the eyes the desire for shiny things does that help somewhat are you just googling it instead of listening yeah, to my just, answer? I, yes why do we even have a podcast just tell people what to google all right man <laughs> That's where prayer, fasting, and almsgiving comes from. It's the antidote to the threefold concupiscence. Yeah, right. So, but does it say like you have to do those things in Lent, or is it just like those those are good things to 
to do. Well, it's because Lent is 40 days and Jesus fasted in the wilderness for 40 days where he was tempted by the devil with lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and pride of life. Uh huh. Yeah. So the devil tempted him to turn bread, rocks mm -hmm. into bread. That's lust of yep. the flesh, the bodily. Yep. He tempted him to uh, cast himself off of the temple parapet. That's the, that's the pride of life, right? Mm -hmm. So the desire to have control. And then he tempted him with the lust of the eyes, which is the desire for all the kingdoms of the world. Mm. And it it's, it correlates to what uh, what they said about the what Genesis says about the apple that they saw that it was it was pleasing to the eye, it was desirable to the taste, and it was profitable for gaining wisdom. Right, that's lust mm -hmm. of the eye, lust of the flesh, pride of life. Right. Those are, that's the threefold concupiscence. Right. So, yeah. but do we have to do those things during Lent? It's or it should, is fitting or are those to just do those good things, things to do Lent? generally. Let's just feel like it's both just, it, yeah. it, but it's because, because it's Jesus fasting in the wilderness. We do those things during Lent because we mm -hmm. will also be tempted by the devil to give up our prayer, fasting and almsgiving, which is what mm. he was doing. Ah, yeah. I see. What if I've already given up my prayer, fasting and almsgiving? Then you don't get to go into the desert and you don't so get I to, don't be have to do Lent? The river. Yep. You're out of it. You're, you, think, Mom, can you write me a note to get out of Lent? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I got you, old man. I got tricked you. <laughs> Take that. Take that. <laughs> I have a tweet that's coming up. This is, um, <laughs> someone should have told Jesus about all the contradictions in the Bible. Would have saved him a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. That's really yeah. good. It's like, man i like i like our i we we had a long conversation about we did who we are as a podcast today we and did. i really like yeah. our podcast you think i so? i would yeah i i think i think it's i think it's a good thing well we're, we're we've kind of moved on from lent but we'll, we'll keep talking about uh, i think everyone needs to hear this yeah. it is good to talk about your faith and make poop jokes sometimes yes to our new friend our new listener whose facebook Jody. page i joined <laughs> You did? I, I did. She, she, she has a Facebook us? page that's dedicated to, to her hobby, which is RV and camping as a Catholic. And I watched some videos that she posted about her camp. I like it. It's got a couple thousand members in it. They're all dedicated to their faith and also camping and RVs. I love it. And Jody, Jody told us she didn't appreciate our poop jokes. Fair point, Judy. Sometimes yeah. we go a little too far. However, however. I did, I did is, say that is, Father Mike Schmidt's number two would part the red sea of his toilet and so that, i don't i that do is think, a little far i don't think it's a little far i just think you have to be in the right mindset you, yeah. you have to be not under any illusions about the type of man father mike is which i am not <laughs> he a puts his pants moves. on one leg at a time after dropping a huge dookie just like the rest of us just like the rest of us i yeah. pull my pants up two legs at a time after i poop do you get undressed before you poop sorry <laughs> do you do you take your pants fully off shoes i think the all? internet's the internet's coming cutting in and out i can't really <laughs> i can't hear you i learned way too much about your bathroom habits while we were on the pilgrimage why it was awful you were like what we do you mean it was awful we didn't even stay in the you, same room no but you we were in the dead yeah thankfully i'm really glad we didn't because oh we the dead sea yeah okay yeah. okay that's fair <laughs> you were screaming fair. i hope Dude. good thing not everyone there spoke english but you i was were i was screaming i was screaming in a hotel lobby in jerusalem you know during some type of 
Israeli training exercise about <laughs> about how I the single ply toilet paper just kind of tore me up. Tore you up, yeah. And, and anyway, so the Jody, sea, about the poop jokes. Um, there's just we... a lot of salt in the Dead Sea, and it stung. It did. It 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 hurt so bad when my sand. I put my sandals on the next day because it was basically like sandpaper. It was awful. Yeah. Anyway, don't go to the Dead Sea if you go to the Holy Land. It's it's not dead, worth and it's the not worth. It's not worth. Yeah. Yeah. We saw some camels. Anyway, it, Jody, it's part of our <laughs> bad singling her out, but it's part of our. Our hope is that we can create a space where Catholics can talk about their faith and goof off. And sometimes we talk too much about the faith, which is not as controversial as uh, goofing off too much. So forgive us if we stray a little outside the boundary of what you're comfortable with. I do. I do hope that you take it in the spirit that it's meant. This goes for all of our listeners, not just my new friend, Jody. I think this also connects with Lent. This also connects with Lent because it's like just like our podcast, you know, the the liturgical season of Lent is not something that you need to take too seriously, you know. Yeah, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there for you to learn, but not all of it is meant for you to 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 study. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You gotta yes. you gotta leave some room in there for some good times, right? Let's let the good times roll, even if it makes you uncomfortable. And that's why Lent is so important to me and my that's- podcast. I'm I'm happy that we have this podcast. I'm happy that we have this Super Bowl big game yeah. coming up. I'm oh, happy that's that. good. It's basically from Super Bowl Sunday to Mardi Gras Tuesday to Fat Tuesday. Um, dude, I'm gonna rip. I'm gonna rip it up on Mardi Gras this year, man. Why? What are you gonna rip up? I'm gonna rip my. I'm gonna get some single ply toilet paper. And okay, I'm just Goodness. rip it up. What's your favorite? If you had a favorite Super Bowl f- snack, what is it? If you don't say sausage stars, I'm kicking <laughs> you off the podcast. My favorite Super Bowl snack is one that is distribution is owned by the Heinz company, and that is jalapeno <gasps> jalapeno poppers. poppers. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Reference to the bonus podcast. If you want to listen to that episode, you can go to yes. patreon.com slash the crunch and support us for $10 a month, and you'll get access to 60 bonus episodes right away. Um, but that's not we're not talking about that right now. Uh, yeah, I, I love a good hol- I love a good cheese stuffed pepper. That's me. How about you? I sausage I, stars. No, it's not. Sa- I mean, I just like anything with protein. You know, I've got this. I'll talk about this in the bonus podcast. But I have I've been having some issues with protein, or not the bonus, the dating corner podcast. I've been having some okay. issues with protein. But um, you need more of it. it. Well, I've been maybe having too much, and I'll tell you why. Um, that's just to subscribe and listen to the Wednesday dating corner episodes. You I think my favorite, okay. my favorite, I like the little Smokies. It's just a good all-around snack anytime. Little Smokies are great, yeah. Little Smokies you... wrapped in a little crescent roll. I think when I was a kid, the thing that excited me the most about Super Bowl Sunday was I would go, we would go to like my like my dad's co-worker's house, mm. you know, and like all the adults would be downstairs watching the game, and I would find a root beer somewhere, and there would be a television that had Guitar Hero, and I would just be there. I would be, and it would. You're be not hog watching heaven. the game. I'm not watching the game. All of the other kids are impressed at how good I am at Guitar Hero, and I'm. 12. You're not. You're not watching the Kansas City Chiefs playing the New York Giants. The Kansas City Chiefs were not in the Super Bowl my whole life until very recently, and so yeah. it was. It was never. Uh, and they were all gambling, you know, like, oh, what's the score going to be at the end of the? They had the little pool and the games and all that. I, so I can't participate in that. 
I'm not watching the game. You know, I'm 12, so there's no like girls there. You know, like there's yeah. no, there's no, none of that that's interesting. So all I had was me and my, my plastic steel <laughs> shred. I am, I am going to a Super Bowl party this year. I am excited. <gasps> really? I'm going to. A we Super were going to have one, but it got house. canceled. So I don't know what. Maybe are, I'll fly down and go to yours. We're putting our son to sleep. And then we are making my little brother sit in the room outside. And then we are going to a grown-up party. It's going to be very fun. I'm excited. Which brother? Sean. Really? Yeah. Wow. We have Sean watch Leo sometimes. Yeah. That's good because I would not trust Nick to watch Leo. No? (laughs) No. (laughs) You can take that to the bank, Nick. I'm watching you. Oh, that's, that's really good. exciting. That's fun. Well, that's that's we're at time. I want to thank everybody for coming to this demonstration of what a Catholic podcast could be. Yeah, if you if you like what we do, you can go to patreon.com slash the crunch and you can give us a dollar per episode. That's dollar twenty per episode. That's about ten bucks a month. Uh, if you want more from us, we have a brand new convince your friends toolkit that we need to plug on the podcast because it's a way for you to have conversations with your friends about your faith you can go to thecrunchcast.com slash toolkit to get yours and uh, we made it free you can pay us money if you want but it's free this episode sponsored by the good egg fund which i don't think we mentioned last week but but i hope that ryan has been inserting the good egg fund ad into the episodes (laughs) that we did (laughs) goodeggfund.org it's a great organization uh patrick do you have anything else for the people Jody, please keep listening to the podcast. I need I need you to keep listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for supporting us and posting about us on your RV uh, and camping Facebook group. Please, I need your approval really bad. Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you, and we'll see you all next time. Yeah. Bye.